0: hello and thanks for downloading the latest episode of the cartridge club every month we pick a game and invite everyone in our awesome community to play along with us and chat about it on the forums over at www.cartridgeclub.org then we select three guests to come on the show and talk about our thoughts and opinions i'm p1 and along with my brother p2 we make up the founding members and hosts of the show how you doing p2
1: uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. Got some exciting new things going on this month, so yeah, looking forward to trying them out.
0: Excellent, excellent. Yeah, this is a, a first of a type for us for the show. It is. <laughs> so, uh, so you can find our show at uh, www.cartridgeclub.org, but that's not all you can find there. Um, besides this podcast, there's all kinds of great examples to check out. One of my favorites is Retroholics Anonymous. It's another gaming podcast starring Adam from Replayability, Brazzle the Gamer, Emmett from ROM with a View, Exit and Lost from Found Gaming, Lumps the Clown, and J.D. McFly from True and Honest. Pretty sure he's the guy who invented the Red Swayze Challenge, so he's a bit of a bastard. <laughs> they record <laughs> they record live on Twitch every second Wednesday, and then they upload their show to both YouTube and iTunes. You can easily find them at the club website, though, by just clicking on the podcast tab. <laughs> this episode brought to you by... <laughs> That's, That's the next step, buddy. That's the next step. That's Mills. Mill Street Organic. <laughs> so uh, so let's find out who we have on this month's show. First up, from the Leftover Bits podcast, we have the Cartridge Canuck himself with us. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Uh, better late than
2: never. Sorry about all the trouble in the beginning there, guys. No, that's Nothing fine. Uh,
0: we realize that you and Enzi run sort of a, a Backstreet half-assed episode there, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. so we don't... We don't mind.
2: We record (laughs) behind Enzi's house.
0: (laughs) I'm (coughs) starting to understand. (laughs) So why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you?
2: Uh, I'm pretty active on Twitter, uh, Facebook. I consider myself a YouTuber. I have two-thirds of an episode that I've uh, edited and pieced together. But, uh, of course, with a baby and baby number two on the way and a wife and adult responsibilities, that will never get done. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, I'm active on the Cartridge Club, and and uh, just enjoyed talking with you guys on, uh, on the forums.
0: Yeah, uh, P2 is going to soon know your pain about uh, having children in no time, so...
2: Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and congrats again that's on a... your
1: second one, that's
2: great. Yes, and you as well on your first. The uh, first is a
0: big plunge. Oh yes, thank you sir. <laughs> but uh, for P2 it wasn't such a big plunge. So, uh, next Oh, time- boy. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> just that. From uh, from Dude, You Haven't Played This Game, which I... I Sorry, Dude, You Haven't Played This Game Yet, which I keep trying to say, Dude, You Haven't Played That Game Yet, so I'm gonna see if I can get a petitioner to change the name of the show. Uh, it's, it's arguably the longest titled series on YouTube. We welcome Mike Tendo. Thanks for being here, Mike.
3: No problem. Thanks for having me. It's actually Dude, You Haven't Played This Game. Everybody seems to add the yet, <laughs> which I'm not entirely sure why. But almost really? everybody adds the yet. Maybe yeah. I should just subtly add the yet in just <laughs> so see so if anybody notices.
0: I specifically like. I, w- I went to your Twitter and I went to your YouTube channel specifically. I was like, I need to make sure I get this right because it's a long <laughs> it's a long title. I'm going to screw it up, and I wrote yeah. it down wrong. Yeah, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Right, well, no, it's t- <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, why don't you tell our listeners where they can actually find you then? Yeah, sure.
3: Uh, so, yeah, I'm on YouTube. Uh, the show is called Dude, You Haven't Played This Game. Um, <laughs> I It's a video game review show filled with skits and just thorough reviews on old school and newer games, too. And we also do a show called Pixel Tunes Radio, which is also on the same channel. And that is a video game music based podcast and I'm one half of the co-hosts if you will um, so that you could also find on PixelTunesRadio.com, and we also have a facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Radio. Um, for the youtube show it's youtube.com forward slash dongled I'm not even going to try to spell that out uh, <laughs> best way you can find me is you type in dude you haven't played this game
1: Awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on Twitter not too. Yet. <laughs> if you had the yet, you'll still probably find us.
3: Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's that's why the show hasn't hit big yet. Because, <laughs> because people are they keep typing in, dude you haven't played this game yet. And they're not getting anything. So That's it, you know. that's it.
0: Yeah. I mean. that's <laughs> back. Well thank you for being that's here smart. as well. Thank you. Good. I think he just cut
2: somebody off. Nope. It was a joke that was too late to be make, so I'm going to let Vintage...
4: <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear the joke. <laughs>
2: a smart man might make a YouTube channel called Dude, You Haven't Played This Game Yet, and reap all those views that Mike's missing out on. Oh, boy. <laughs> give up. Seriously.
0: Oh, boy. I'm doing it as we speak.
2: <laughs> or just make just make one trailer for your channel there, Mike, and say, hey, you found Dune, you haven't played this game yet, but actually, did you know that there's no yet at the end of my <laughs> title go. of my... It fixes it all. There
3: you go. I have to do that.
0: <laughs> well, even though Paul spoiled it a little bit, I'm still going to go through this uh, lovely intro I wrote. Shoot! So uh, last, but <laughs> certainly not least, we have a returning club member. He first joined us on our very first Christmas episode for Mega Man X, where he had a hard time with Chill Penguin. Uh, and more recently, he could be found dodging questions about the return of his own podcast, Retro Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> Parts Unknown, we have Vintage Video Game Game. Thanks for coming back, Vintage.
4: Hello, fellas. It's, it's a Christmas tradition
0: yeah. to come be on it the is. show,
4: except for last year when i was going through midlife crisis
0: <laughs> yeah uh, you, were, you were buying a sports car and dating an 18 year old weren't you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: no not quite but uh i'm happy to be back on the show
0: well, we're happy well, we're happy to have you here thanks uh, guys yeah you were uh, one of the inspirations for our channel you uh your your timely comments on our videos in the beginning of the cartridge bros uh is what, what kept us going, what uh, boosted p 2 spirit, so you're sort of the reason this show even exists.
1: It's, in fact, oh, the God. only reason this show exists. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was done. <laughs> yeah. was, I speak, out.
0: You know what?
4: You just reminded me. Um, I was going through my old Twitter logs, and I actually did this, like, top ten tweets of 2013, Oh, nice. And I, I found this tweet. I included a tweet, and where it talked about you guys. So I want to read it real quick. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Blah 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 blah. Where is it? <laughs> uh you know what? It might be. It might be in. T- oh yeah, I'm, I'm in the wrong year here.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Time flies. Uh,
4: I'm gonna get it here real quick. D- do you guys do editing, right?
0: Oh yeah. No, we're gonna leave all this in. <laughs> I mean, we do editing, but this is all staying. There's no, uh, this isn't leaving.
1: No.
2: Uh, it's all right. It? He can take as long as he wants. I took an hour and a half to. <laughs> what?
0: See, because oh, he used to tell me that his. Okay, show all right, I good. got it. I got it. I got it.
4: <laughs> okay. So this is from April 28th, 2013. Everyone check out Cartridge... And I spelled it wrong. Cartridge Bros <laughs> on YouTube. They only have 12 subs and deserve a lot more. Oh, wow. I spell That's it wow. cat Cartridge Bros. I always leave <laughs> out the... For some-
0: See that's why nobody found us, and everybody now loves like- that grumpy cat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you guys wow. should think of adding like the word "yet" at the end. I've heard
0: <laughs> 12, <laughs> subs? Andrew, twelve subs. Twelve subs. Holy Yet, yeah.
4: 12, twelve subs of April twenty eighth. One of them was mom.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now you're Are like.
4: like- uh, now you're like over what like.
1: 5,000 or something? No, I think we're at, Close. We're at like 1,100. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All thanks to that tweet, though.
1: It, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, those are our guests. We are very excited to find out what they think of this month's game, and uh, I am also excited to talk about this month's game. So I guess we should find out what this month's game is, and see how many times I can say this month's game in the run of this podcast. Wow. So I'm going to turn things over to my brother to find out what we've been playing this month. All Take it away, YouTube. Nice. too. Wait, oh wait wait wait
4: wait! It's Super oh, yeah. Mario Two, right?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but uh, due to copyright, we can't mention that name again. Oh, sorry. You <laughs> <laughs> know we've been using that theme song this whole time. Um, let's see what we got here. Bring out my old papers here. I got a bunch of notes I need. Uh, made up here
4: because you can't um, remember the game.
1: This <laughs> the game this month was a classic running gun on the Genesis by the name so of I Gun. Just- yeah, I have ahead. to interrupt you because now that you started talking about the game, would that not
0: be the end of the intro?
1: Uh, yes, you're right, it would be. <laughs> that is the end of the intro, so we should go ahead and switch over to... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. That might get edited. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I highly doubt it. Alright, so this month we were playing a classic run and gun on the Genesis by the name of Gunstar Heroes. Um, a lot of people knew about this game. We missed it because we're Nintendo kids. Um, but yeah, it was made by Treasure, who were known for making really high-quality, unique-style games. So I kind of knew it was going to be good before we even started playing it. Came what else has
0: right? Treasure done? Because I really uh, would like to find some more. Ikaruga. In business,
1: but. Oh man, they're all so good. Ikaruga, Dynamite Headdy. I think you have Dynamite Heady. Uh, Guardian Heroes, Silhouette Mirage, which is one of my uh, have you heard of games. Uh, Bangayo, another have you heard of game. Uh, what else? Uh, I can't Alien remember. Soldier. Alien yep. Soldier, that's right, yep. Cla- another classic on the Genesis. Hmm. Yeah, just a ton. A ton. Definitely Mac- check out Treasure.
2: McDonald Treasure Land Adventure.
1: Yeah, it's also supposed to be another hidden gem. But yeah, point proven. Treasure's awesome. <laughs> Go check it out if you haven't. If you haven't heard of,
0: uh, the would you say they're a hidden treasure? Oh boy! Oh boy. So maybe, we, maybe we will edit a bit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. So this came out in 1993. Um, it's since then. It was originally released on the Genesis. It's been ported to a ton of different things, including the modern consoles on the uh, networks and stuff. They can get it on 3DS and Xbox and all that stuff. Um, but I've recently learned it came out on the Game Gear. I think it was only in Japan. But uh, isn't that crazy? This game is on the Game Gear.
0: Mm.
1: I, I looked into it. It actually looks pretty good.
3: That's yeah, a lot of Genesis. A lot of Genesis games made it over to the, to the Sega Game Gear, um, but also Master System games too. Like a ton got direct ports.
1: Huh. That's very interesting. Like it. I've watched some gameplay of it on the Game Gear. It destroys the Game Boy. Like it's mind blowing that it didn't. That port didn't get brought over here. It's crazy. I oh, believe
3: yeah. the processor is very similar to the Master System. So that's why a lot of the games uh, from the Master System got brought over.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool, actually.
3: huh? Yeah. The, I know they have similar components. I don't know specifics, but...
1: And, you know, it's uh, funny because they didn't port it to the Master System. But they ported yeah. it to the Game Gear. I guess Game Gear was hot at the time.
3: <laughs> I mean, Master System is huge in Brazil. Like, I think they still even make... Like consoles down in Brazil, or they recently stopped, but it was very recent. If that is the case,
1: that's pretty interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I need to take a trip to Brazil get some Master System games. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they're cheap. (laughs) But yeah, this was actually my first time playing through. I played through it with P One. We did a co-op. We played it on his Genesis copy. But uh, yeah, as far as I know, I had never played this when when we were younger. Did you play this P One when we were younger?
0: No, no. uh, Chris uh, Howard was the only guy I knew with a Genesis,
1: Chris and uh, Howard, he wow.
0: was—he was mostly sport. I guess our aunt, she was all RPGs, and he was all sports games. So we yeah. missed out on this uh, this run and gun gem.
1: Yeah, it's kind of sad. But anyway, that that was our first time through. I'd like to hear from the guests to see if this was their first time. Paul, Paul, was this your first time through Gunstar Heroes?
2: Well, you spotted that from a mile away. Yep, yeah, I'm a noob. Um. <laughs> 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 Uh, actually the the reason why I sought out Gunstar Heroes for probably close to over a year was back on the old Retro Rejects podcast Uh, Chris and uh, Vintage had played that game so uh, I'm like oh that looks like one one heck of a game and of course the Genesis was always plugged by Vintage so I've kind of been on a love fest with the genesis the past uh, two years or so.
4: so good man good man right on. well For you sure. know we
1: all we all make mistakes so uh vintage uh was this your first time through <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: no i've played it a couple times um i actually i actually learned about this game not when i was a kid um but i, I believe i've it was one of the first games that i That I saw like a review of back in like, this is probably 2006 when the gaming community was like in its kind of infant stages. Oh, yes. Um, And I saw a review of it and I'm like, wow, that that looks like amazing. And I I jumped on eBay and I want to say I got a complete copy for like 10 bucks or something back then.
1: Gosh, back in the golden days. (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) So, I mean, things have changed a heck of a lot in the last 10 years or so. For sure. As far as the market goes, it's like exploded.
1: So when you picked it up, you played it through. Uh, was that uh, How many years ago was that that you played it?
4: So I guess it's like nine years Holy ago. cow.
1: Because yeah. um, it's funny because what Paul just said is the probably the first time I'd ever actually heard it mentioned or I'd ever actually seen it played was when you and Chris had that video of you two playing it together. Oh, yeah. So I just yeah. assumed that you guys were big time fans from way back when.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. I wish I could say that uh, that I had played it. You know, in the younger days, and I guess it came out in the early '90s. I think.
1: Yeah, '93. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but this yeah. one, this one, kind of snuck by me.
1: Right on, right on. That's pretty interesting. How about uh, how about you, Mike? Was this uh, was this your first time through?
3: No, actually, I was uh, also a late to the Sega Genesis because I was also a Nintendo guy growing up and uh, i was probably in college when i first heard about the game never picked it up but i heard about it and then ended up picking it up on the virtual console on the wii when it came out and that's the only copy that i actually believe it or not own and uh played through it a couple times um but yeah, no, not my first rodeo.
1: <laughs> okay, right on. Yeah, it was released on the Wii as well, that's right. Well, yeah, us. on the virtual console. Yep. It's been on almost everything. It's it's kind of crazy. Xbox Live Arcade, 3DS, games, I, uh, PSN.
0: Wow. Yeah, I, I downloaded it on the 3DS. Um, that's my volume level, because I just realized I was on the wrong mic. Oh,
1: that sounds good.
0: <laughs> okay. You sound different. Um, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I played it on the 3DS... Uh, uh, just before you came over, I, I bought it. Yeah, they're they remastering some of the Sega Classics on there in 3D, and it looks really Oh, good.
3: yeah, yeah. Those are great. There's a development company called M2 that does those, and they have a blog out that they talk about the games and how much detail they have to go through to basically recreate these games from scratch. It's really amazing. Definitely check those out.
1: Oh, that's cool. It's a blog. That's pretty neat.
3: Yeah, like it's a development blog. And uh, actually, I, the one that I read for uh, Streets of Rage... I was so impressed with what they had done that I bought. I bought it. I was like, "This is amazing! Like, I want to support these guys." So I picked it up.
1: Cool. Oh, that's pretty yeah. neat. M two, eh? Huh. Yep. So check that out. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so it seems like at least all of us enjoyed the game. Um, so let's talk about it a bit. Now, the story for the game is pretty generic. Um, uh, kind of, there's a super evil robot named Golden Silver, uh, you, and you'll notice a lot of colors being themes for names, um, which I actually kind of liked. Um, but he wants to take over, destroy the world. Uh, but he needs four gems in order to uh, to restore his power so that he can take over the world. Um, and there's this guy guy's name's Colonel Red. Um, we find out I found out that he was called Colonel or General Gray in the Japanese version, which makes more sense because one of the main characters is called Red. Um, so I thought that was kind of weird. But mm-hmm. did, he's is, to he get the,
3: is he the guy that is dressed like M. Bison? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought.
0: Yeah, So yeah. Colonel Red makes sense because he's cover- he's completely wearing red. But right. general yeah. gray sounds better because it's like the rest of them are all a color and the villain is gold and silver. So it's, it would be neat right. for him to sort of be sense. the absence of color.
1: And so I was thinking he must be gray in the Japanese version. I never looked into it. And they changed him to red to br- when they brought him over. And I just don't get why they would have done that, because there's already a Red. Like, the main character did, is called Red. Did
0: they change? Is that? Are you saying that happened, or you think that's what I,
1: happened? I, I think that's what happened. Like, why would they call him General Gray? You know
0: what I mean? He's in Red. <laughs> Maybe Rambox <laughs> can confirm that for us.
1: We're going to have to get Rambox on this. Um, but yeah, so, Colonel Red, he's trying to get all these four gems together that were locked away. Um, and he brainwashes the older brother, Green, which I didn't realize they were all brothers, um, in order to help him. So then the game is you... And you're red and blue. That's your names. Um, you have to go and, and prevent this from happening. And your sister yellow as well. And that is pretty much the story. Um, anybody want to, what did I, what did you think about the story? Uh, vintage, what did you think about the overall story in this game?
4: I didn't really even know there was a story. I thought you were just, <laughs> I thought you were just supposed to blow stuff up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that pretty much sums it up. Like the story obviously does not matter that much in this game. Um, and half the stuff I just said I didn't know until I looked it up.
0: So, <laughs> so yeah. What do you mean the story crazy? doesn't matter?
1: Please, because Mike. Since, uh, tell I us. was.
0: That's your brother. That was you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that was Mike. All right, P1,
0: tell us about tell us what you thought about the story. <laughs> <laughs> the story matters. It's uh, it's important. You know what I mean? Because you come back from that scene and your sister's been kidnapped. That fear that grips your heart, wondering if you're going to get her back. Without that, uh, there, I might not have gone and blown things up. Really, you think so? Huh? No, no, <laughs> no. I didn't think so. Uh, yeah,
1: I just, I half the things I, I didn't, I'd like the fact that he brainwashed Green. I just thought Green was a traitor. I didn't know that he was brainwashed. I missed all of that in the game. Um...
0: They don't ever say it really. The, the intro scene is red and blue running along the ground, Green flying in that little, yeah. Uh, Craft, and then you see the the star in the background you know what I mean? Uh, Green is much. with
3: you though in the intro when they're on like the scaffolding Rains. and the yeah. stars falling so Green is there and yeah. then he kind of disappears but yeah. yeah I'm with you the, the story is just it's you have to basically either read a manual or look it up online because the the story doesn't it kind of works backwards where they tell you more later on in the game and less at the beginning
1: it's true. It's true, and I wonder if uh, if it was much different. I wonder if it's just like a translation thing where it got lost. But but who knows? They probably just scraped m- or s- scrapped half of it because it really doesn't matter, which we just sort of stated. Because what really matters is the gameplay itself. Um, so I Hey, guess we um, can just... go ahead. Can baby. I just
4: back? I just want to back up and talk about like when you first turn on the game. Yeah, please. Like, do. that the, the intro screen. Um. I was like when I first turned it on. I was like, "Wow!" I mean, I think I think you know, it's nothing like fantastic, but it shows like this thing. It's like rotating. Yeah. And I mean, I had never seen anything like that on the Genesis. Like on, on the Super Nintendo, that's kind of kind of stuff you come to expect. But I just <laughs> thought the opening graphic, like even before you push start. Yeah. I thought, wow, this looks really, really slick and you know smooth.
1: It did. It sort of grabs you right from the start. It's very flashy and then it even has an intro that plays that is also very flashy. Right. Yeah, it is eye-catching I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. So
4: that was that's all I wanted to
1: say. No, it was good. <laughs> it certainly stands out. So after that, after that awesome intro, you start the game up and the game begins. Um, so let's talk a bit about the controls and the weapon mechanics um did you guys pick freestyle versus fixed shot that kind of thing uh, Mike what uh, what did you think about the the overall controls and weapon mechanics
3: uh, well the controls I don't know I mean they're they're definitely good um, they're they're very tight you basically you move with the directional pad um, you could jump uh, and you could do like a double jump depending on um, what part of the game you're at if you're at the part where you're you're in like the mine shaft, Sort of, you're on this like little weird rolly cart, and you can like double jump like in the air so that you can jump to the other side of the level. Um, There's also like a a jump and dive kind of mechanic, which kind of works like an attack. Um, I don't know the the actual like attacking that you do in the game. I I kind of I don't know. Like I feel it's not bad. I don't I don't have a problem with it, but it's just it seems kind of wonky in the sense that when you're attacking, when you're shooting with your, your guns, if you choose that, that, between the two options, the free form where you can move all over the place while you run, kind of like a uh, Contra in a way, and then there's the one where you're, it's a fixed attack where you're basically stuck on the ground when you're shooting. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like with the free form, the only way that you can attack everything at all times is with the homing option (laughs) with the homing shot Mm. and the problem with that is that it makes the game like way too easy (laughs) because you're just you don't have to do anything your your shots are being aimed for you so i don't know but yeah dodging yeah yeah and and there's a lot of different mechanics of the game in terms of dodging and also um attacking when you're um, you get like a, almost like a melee attack where you can grab the guys if you're close to them with the attack button and then you can throw them like a, a far distance. So that that's a cool mechanic that they kinda threw in, makes it kind of feel like a, a shoot 'em up and a or a run and gun and a beat 'em up kind of combined.
1: Right. In fact, uh, we learned how to do that by throwing each other a lot, me and P1. Uh, by mistake. Oh, see, <laughs> I've only
3: played it by myself, so you can you can throw other the second oh, yeah. player. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Isn't> frustrating.
3: That... <laughs> does, it, whole... does it harm does it harm the other player or it does. Yeah. oh okay. that's frustrating <laughs> yeah. there should be an option we... to turn that
0: off there should be yeah we what we ended up doing was sort of dividing the screen high and low or left and right sort of thing makes sense
1: yeah yeah so mike what uh what, what was your weapon of choice if if you weren't using homing let's say because uh, as you can, as you just said, it's probably the most overpowered weapon. What was your favorite besides it?
3: Well, the cool thing about the weapons is that you can combine the weapons to make it so, you know, there's different, various different combinations that you can use. So you can go, you could stay with, um, you know, lightning. There's like a lightning option. There's a fireball or fire option, kind of like a flamethrower. Right. Um, there's the homing shot, which is like where you shoot like stars and they home in on where you're going to, Shoot, and then there's like just a gen- generic machine gun kind of uh, shot. But the cool thing is that you can collect two of these and then combine them for various different combinations. I typically stuck with the lightning bolt and the homing because it would use like a laser guided homing shot that would that would kind of shoot out. And the the biggest problem that I had with that shot is that you had to constantly, like, refresh it. You couldn't just keep your finger down on the trigger so that you would always be doing the shot. You, sometimes the shot would kind of, like, need to be refocused back onto the enemies. Otherwise, it would kind of be like, you know, like, if if you're attacking one of the big bosses, it would, like, all of a sudden shoot, like, the leg instead of shooting the actual main piece that's harming them. And that was the frustrating part about using that, that laser-guided... Um, weapon so
1: i know exactly what you mean that was actually my weapon that i, I used too which is extremely powerful but when it gets stuck on a crate or something like that right like, oh. yeah <laughs> just hit this guy so but yeah so frustrating <laughs> but i know what you mean that that was my weapon of cho- uh, choice too how about yeah. uh how about you paul what did you think about the overall gameplay mechanics and what weapon did you go with um
2: uh, i used i basically cheated i i used the uh Blue, I'm going to call it the laser, because it makes a yeah. laser sound, and it looks yeah. like one. Uh, and the green uh, homing, because again, like Mike said, it's an easy way to cheat and make sure that uh, when my daughter's pulling at my leg, I can uh, play with one hand and just press fire while she
5: <laughs>
2: needs a toy or something like that. So. Right. But uh, yeah, I tried I tried a few different ones. Um I found that the range on some of the weapons were a little short. It's like, you know, I might just be a couple inches out, and if I could just get up to the right. boss, and but, um, yeah, so I think the homing is, is nice or uh, an extension uh, kind of combo. But, um, yeah, they're fun to take, uh, take a sample of each and find out which one works best for you. So I think it would be different playing two-player um, instead of just single-player, so... Um, people are listening to this at the end of the month, so I'll be playing this the rest of the month, and I'm sure that I'll grab a friend to, to play with. So.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. And and you're right, because there is so many different options, it is fun playing with two people, because then you kind of get to see all the different options and see which ones work best together. Because, yeah. as, as, uh, as I just said, my I went with that same op, um, weapon choice that you went with, um, but P1 was then able to explore other options, because there was no point in having two with the same lasers going around uh, the no. same character so it was cool in that in that sense um, what about the uh, freestyle versus the, the fixed shot were you able to run and shoot or did you have a set there where you, you stood to shoot
2: I did uh, freestyle I, I found the fixed kind of a uh, bit cumbersome uh, especially with all those enemies coming left and right I mean it was like uh, the Wizard of Oz with all those monkeys jumping on top of me, <laughs> like uh Uh, So I just, if anything, not to maybe improve my shot, but just to get away from the onslaught of enemies, like uh, the beginning of that game is, it's like, uh, oh my gosh, I just, I just couldn't believe the amount of explosions and uh, (laughs) hellfire coming my way. So I think I just, I I think the first five minutes I played, I just ran away (laughs) hoping that they might Deter them uh, from from attacking me any further. But,
1: it is pretty yeah. chaotic, especially when you're first getting used to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how about uh, how about you, Vintage? What was what did you think about the overall controls and and what, what, what was your weapon of choice?
4: Uh, I thought overall they were fantastic. Um, I like the free shot because I like to be able to like run around and jump and yeah. um, and my my favorite was was double force. Huh. Um yeah and and second to that would be uh, like the the force chaser
1: okay um, so what, uh, what, what was what did double force give you like describe it
4: well you know chaser is good but um, like the homing attack yeah. but the, yeah. the problem that I found with it that what I didn't like about it is it seemed like it took like just an extra maybe millisecond if you were attacking somebody in front of you and there were guys coming up behind. It seemed like it would take like a half second to to you know switch your shot back towards sure. them. Um, almost like you had to kind of pull it away from yeah. you know who you were fighting on the one side of the screen. And and with the force, it's just it's a straight line. Wherever you're shooting, that's what's going to get destroyed. Uh, so I I use double force pretty much uh, the whole time. The homing attacks, I find that they really come in handy during the boss battle because you're just focusing on the one bad guy. You don't have like 50 guys on the screen all at True. the same time.
1: Yeah, that sounds, that sounds, sounds cool. about right. I think yeah, you nailed it there. It but yeah, I, uh, is I, want, I just
4: want to add that I'm looking at the instruction book here and there's, there's actually 10 possible weapon combinations that you can have oh, wow. between all of them.
1: That's pretty cool. I never thought about how many there would be in total. Um, did did nobody like Fire? I think P1, you liked Fire, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I was just waiting for my turn, never, but you never asked me, so... You were last. <laughs>
1: that was my transition to you that you just ruined.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so please transition. <laughs> I uh I noticed it uh, playing on the 3DS, and then it carried over when you and I were playing together. Um, you know, because you're going through the game and there's explosions and that music is sort of pumping in the background and getting you amped up uh, that just sitting there holding the uh, the homing button that was dull right I really liked uh, the fire I found that because I also played with the freestyle because I wanted to be able to run because uh, the, the rule for shooters is uh, you know ABS always be shooting um, so when I'm running I feel like I got to hold down that button right yeah uh, so with the with the freestyle I was able to do that. And even with the fire, it felt like I had one hundred and eighty degrees of control anyway for the uh, for the attacks. Um, and where the two of us played together is when I noticed the biggest advantage is when your laser would go off and do whatever the fuck it wanted to on its own. I was able to, to weed out those ones that were close to us that it wasn't targeting. So uh, I really like the fire. And uh, as a, a side of it, so other than just the, the flame itself, which is very short and limited, I, I would add uh, what I think was the, the regular shot. Uh, and it was almost like uh, uh, flame grenades because it would shoot a ball, and then the ball would hit something, and it would explode and damage all you know, eight squares around the item. So uh, that was my favorite. The uh, I don't know what it was actually called. There, vintage was uh, vintage says the book so maybe he could tell us. But it's the, the grenade with the one that looks like a, a yellow circle. Um, <laughs> that was my favorite. That
1: was a-
4: uh, the grenade with the yellow circle. <laughs>
1: It was like fire, and then... Sorry, the not- oh, yeah, yeah, fire. Fire, yeah. fire. Yeah. yes.
4: And the one that I has, like, the, regular f- the fire. It, it actually yeah. has a picture of fire. That's called fire. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. I like double fire, because if you just have one fire, I think Paul said the range of the attack is quite crap. It's, like, yeah. maybe, like, two inches in front of you.
0: Yeah, it's not very big. You're not going to impress anybody with that fire. Oh, boy. No. All
1: right, so I think we got our weapons all figured out. Um, I'm just curious, what if A, you beat the game, and if you did, what difficulty were you playing on? Um, We'll start with you, Paul. What difficulty did you play on?
2: Picking on the noob again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Paul. I I started up in the beginning of the month, actually, and I got to the second last boss, but again, I I started up on easy because... As soon as I loaded it up and all those guys were running at me, I'm like, "Reset." <laughs> so I yeah. put it to put it to easy to try it out. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another go um, uh, this month and make sure that I beat it for sure. So, Fair but um, I, that's where again where I have a feeling two players might be a little more enjoyable. One player solitary experience kind of feels like torture sometimes. Uh, getting through those games by yourself, it's like, why am I doing this to myself? And it's 2:30 a.m. <laughs> and a <laughs> on a mid midweek night, and, yeah, I just need to go to bed by that point. So.
1: I think you do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's, that's you got pretty close though. Second last level, that's pretty darn good, I'd say.
2: At least what I think. I, th- I know a lot of people have commented already on the forums. Like, uh, what's the final boss? Because I think there's seven or eight final bosses to this game. So yeah, they I just keep teasing on. you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, every time you think it's over there's something else yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is well, a great okay. part of the game because it you know replay value. You think oh, four levels not so bad, but right. uh, it actually does add a lot of uh, variety and branching paths and stuff. So yeah, I'll yeah. probably uh try to do it on normal so I can say I'm a half
1: man. Uh, <laughs> so. well, well, don't feel too bad because uh me and P1 we played it on easy. I think we did, right? P1? Yes,
0: yeah, yeah we did, yeah.
1: Um, I don't know the difference. You're not
0: very good at games, and I wanted you to enjoy yourself.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because, I mean, because the whole point of the game, the difficulty setting must be because player one always just takes half of player two's life, like, every couple of seconds, so, uh, uh, that must be the difficulty, uh, the difference, but I'm not sure.
0: No, that's the. that was, that's a setting.
1: Uh. <laughs> um, Mike, uh, I'm just curious. What uh, what difficulty setting did did you play on? Uh, normal. Normal. Awesome. Did you beat the game? Yeah. Well, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm.
3: I don't know. I uh, I love those kind of games, uh, running guns, and I pretty much like Mega Man type games. I've beaten all the Mega Man, so you nice. know it's it's kind of like right up that uh, that alley, you know. Yeah, for sure. What is the, uh, the difference between normal and easy? Uh, I don't know. I never played it on easy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I read go that on. there's actually differences between, like, not just the uh, bullet spray or, any, or the uh, strength of the enemies, but there's actually physical differences between the bosses. Like, the bosses are actually larger the harder the settings go. And uh, oh, really? I think on expert level... Um, uh, I think one example was with the guy that looks like vector man the big cardboard box guy
1: yeah yep.
2: that kind of moves in that 3d animation so yep. there's actually like a, a hellfire rain of, of bullets coming down at you that you also have to evade so on easy it's you know jumping and shooting and score but um, I'm anxious yeah to, to try out the different levels see uh, see how badly I get pummeled but uh, <laughs> yeah there are, there are actually differences so again it goes to the, it attests to that. Um the skill and the attention to detail that treasure put into their their passion project that is Gunstar
0: Heroes.
1: So. That's awesome. Definitely increases replay value for sure then.
0: Yeah. yeah, I like that it's not just your bullets do less damage and they have more health type thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Agreed. How about uh how about you, Vintage? What did you play on? Easy. attaboy a <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> well
4: here's the thing like i had never beaten the game before now i mean i've played it a whole bunch and it's usually one of those games you think of it as a two-player game you know Mm -hmm. um so like whenever i would have a buddy come over i'd be like you know hey let's pop in gunstar heroes and let's see how far we can get and you know I I could never beat it, and and now that I okay, so then when I knew I was going to be on the show, I'm like, all right, I'm definitely going to beat this. I need to see you know what happens at the end. So I put you know I sat down, I put it on easy because I wanted to get through it, and it's still challenging. I mean, I think I I think I had to continue maybe like three or four times, yeah. um, especially towards the end there. Um, yeah. But I actually believe that. Playing two-player mode is, a, is more of a hindrance than, than a help because especially if you're playing with somebody that really sucks <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they die, yeah. they come back and they steal half of your health. Oh, so now? Now, now, you know, not only do you, are you playing with somebody that sucks, they're stealing half of your health. So now <laughs> you're dying faster. And so after I played it by myself, I was finding that I was getting further and further and I'm like, wow! I'm like, this is actually better. I'm, I'm probably never going to play with anybody again.
1: <laughs> That's yeah, funny because when, uh, when you
0: go ahead, Peter. No, you go ahead, p one <laughs> <laughs> I was say because when you're playing by yourself, all the health increases you get for yourself. So you, uh, I when I played on the 3DS, by the time I got to the dice board uh, stage, and I did them in order, I had like uh, it was like 200 and some odd health, 290 some health, I think. But when P2 and I got there, we were at like a hundred and some each. So, like you're splitting everything, you're splitting all those health increases when you're playing with two people. And like you said, like for myself, I was handicapped with my brother. So, uh, (laughs) every time I would die, he only had a hundred health for me to take. So that that stuff was just 50. Right. (laughs)
1: Right. Um, this actually brings me up to another question. Vintage, I've seen you playing this with NES complex. Yeah. are, I need to know which one of you was the hindrance. <laughs> oh, it, it was it was me. Okay, all right. <laughs> I needed to know. He <laughs> was better than. Okay, good, good, good. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, so it it pretty much. I've I've now learned that Mike is definitely the best uh, at Gunstar Heroes hero uh, of all. <laughs> this, so congrats to him. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You've earned it. So there's an insane, insane difficulty level. Is there? Did you say that, Paul?
2: I think there's an expert. expert. Uh, anybody want to clarify that? I think there's easy, normal, yeah, was, and expert.
3: Yeah. There is. I think it's just like a harder expert mode. Yeah. Is there a hidden level? Like a hidden uh, difficulty mm, level? I don't think so. I don't know. I've only played on normal, so I haven't even tried to go to expert.
1: Okay, alright, interesting. I'd be curious to hear if anybody listening has played on anything higher than normal and beaten the game. Let us know. You know good. what, Ramvox
0: probably has, because he's really good at this style of game. Like, beat-em-ups yeah. and shoot-em-ups, something you can play in short spurts, that's his thing.
1: Yeah, this is his wheelhouse for sure, for sure.
0: He's, and he's probably playing it
1: on some Japanese crazy level. Like, easy is probably yeah. our insane.
0: With a with <laughs> a one-handed modified controller, you <laughs> yeah. know?
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right all right so uh so let's talk a bit about uh maybe favorite levels maybe levels you liked levels you didn't like um i personally liked i actually liked that side scrolling one where where i was controlling the ship and p1 was controlling like shooting around i thought that was pretty fun um definitely you don't see things like that too often um that's that's one that stood out to me how about you paul what which one stood out to you
2: Uh, could you repeat the question? Sure. <laughs> I'll admit that I was distracted. I'm still trying Social to get media I'm
0: still. I'm still on the podcast. They're, at, they're talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're no. Don't worry, they're not going to ask me. Now hold on. <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh,
4: <laughs>
1: Paul, so I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, don't worry about it. What, what were your, some of your favorite levels? Um...
2: I guess I don't know. It's the fourth one over. I guess is that black stage, um, the one with
0: fourth one over is the dice board, I believe.
2: Dice board? Or does it start with the dice board? I thought at the end of that level, it start. It goes on no, the dice board, then the final. That's at the end. Okay. Whichever one that we were uh, just um, where you fight. I think you fight M Bison at the end there. Um, I'm trying to remember.
1: I think that's the strange fortress.
2: It's. Really, okay. I, I went in order. I went from left to right. So whichever was yeah. one of the late stages. It was okay. after the train or the subway kind of thing. But
0: um, Did you do just the, the four stages where you select, and then after that you have to go save Yellow, who was kidnapped. Oh yeah. And after that, I believe you fight uh, General uh, Gray or Colonel Red. Yeah.
2: Like I said, it was like 3 a.m. and and so sometimes <laughs> when I uh, see <laughs> Of this game i'm like did i
0: play that stage
2: yeah i think that sounds familiar but all right okay I, I think it must have been when i was going to save yellow because that's at the end i think where um yeah it's kind of a brown level wow that sounds really bad so <laughs> what do you think <laughs> of this game it was brown
5: <laughs> oh my god
1: all right we're gonna move on <laughs> all right vintage vintage what was some of your favorite standout levels
0: um, I really well, like her- the brown level. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I just wanted to say, like, I don't know if we mentioned that you could pick, you know, a la Mega Man style. Right. Like, the first four games, you can do them in any order that you want.
1: Right, that's yeah. true.
4: Um, but being OCD, I go left to right pretty much yeah, all yeah. the time, and I, and yeah, I do I want to put off... Yeah, I want to put off that stupid game board stage as much as possible <laughs> although i have to say i got lucky i i breezed through it like no problem this time like i didn't get sent back or anything that's the worst when you land on that spot it's the second <laughs> to last spot and it yep, sends yep. back i'm yeah. like oh my gosh that's that's like a. Wait, range at least scenarios. the stages <laughs>
0: you have already cleared stay cleared well yeah right. that does suck <laughs> yeah
2: did anybody um, so, get by on the first, sorry, Vintage, did anybody get by on the first uh, spin, Like, or did you always land on that, go back to the beginning
0: uh, spot? P2 and I got, got by the first time through, okay. um, but when I played it on the 3DS though, I, I landed on the go back.
2: I was wondering if they programmed it on purpose so that it gives you that false sense of hope, because every time I rolled, I'm like, come on, and no, I had to go right back, so, <laughs> all right, sorry, they're Vintage.
4: That's Okay. Uh, my favorite level, I think, was the one where you're riding on the cart, Oh, yeah. and you know you, you start out going like yeah. left to right, and then you go down the shaft, right? Kind of yep. like uh, battle toads. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit, yeah. Um, nice and color. then you're you know you're the whole way you're like fighting like multiple incarnations of this boss, and then on the final one you're going right to left, um, and you know you can go like up, you know. You can go upside down. You can go down kind of like uh, Metal Storm. So, that that level I found was the most fun for me. Yeah. I that agree. is a
0: great stage. I think it's the third. Is
1: everybody still here? I'm, yeah. I'm here. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry,
4: sorry. I muted myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> um,
3: <so> <laughs> <laughs> the, uh,
4: I think it's like the second or third stage from the left.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it that is second. that stage is a ton of fun. You're right. Yep, nice metal. Storm you, you get the guys right, in the too. train and like the train's on fire and they're all sort of losing it, right?
4: And you're just wasting them like, and they're like catching on fire. That's great. Yeah, there's nowhere wonder, to
1: go. I wonder if in the Japanese version they're screaming when they're on fire. <laughs> what what, what game was the that? The game we played, yeah, was, uh, Burnout Three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Rambox said they were all screaming. That's right.
0: You know, in the Japanese version of Burnout Three, you can hear women and children screaming in the slow motion parts <laughs> Yeah. Didn't
1: say women and children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Well.
4: Wow. But yeah, um, I, I oh, also I also like as a as a runner up. I like the level where you're kind of. You have to get on top of that flo- floating like um, warship thing, or it's like a. Oh yeah. yeah you're yeah. like it's like a vertical stage where you have to keep on jumping up, and then at the very top you jump over. Right. Yeah. And the um, the boss fight is kind of fun because you're on like this weird gyrocopter and it's it's yeah. like going back and forth, and you you have to be careful that you don't fall off.
1: Right. Fighting that big buff dude. Right. Yeah, that was a good level actually. I forgot about that one. Um, how about you, Mike? What what were your standout levels?
3: The, the interesting thing about how I feel about this game is I, the levels I almost completely forget about. In all honesty, um, the bosses are what remain mem- like memorable to me. Right. So I would probably say the boss that had like six or seven different forms, the green boss when you're when you're fighting Mister Green or whatever his name is. Yeah, um, just the the various. It's just like a gauntlet of you just you trying not to die. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 learning these patterns so that you can beat this guy. I mean, just that, and probably the dice level. The as far as levels go, the dice level was probably the most memorable, just because yeah you, you hadn't really seen anything like that in video games. I mean, not when it comes to running guns. So I thought that that was that was really cool uh, as far as like level design so to speak, but, yeah, no, I, I always think this and Contra Hard Corps were built very similar, in, in the sense that... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Better, what, what, better uh-oh. correct
4: yourself. Correct yourself, <laughs> Mike.
3: Oh, oh, you haven't listened to Pixel Tunes Radio, when, when Ed and I talk about Contra Hard Corps and how <laughs> okay. supposedly it's it's Contra Hardcore, yeah. Uh but... I'm sorry, but I see an S in there and a P, so You've got I pronounce it hardcorps because it's awesome to say that. Well, that's, that's my only thing. reasoning. It may not be grammatically correct, which is terrible because you know I went to school for journalism in English, but
0: <laughs> that makes it even better. I'm saying hardcorps.
4: I just hope there's no Marines listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I think it's a safe bet. There's no Marines listening to this podcast. Oh, you, Marvel.
3: I, I apologize in advance to any to any armed force members, but uh, it's it's Contra Hard Corps, and you're just gonna have to get over that fact. I'm sorry, but that that's that's it. It is what it is. But yeah, both of those games are built very similar in the sense that. Uh, it, it's, it's basically, the levels aren't as challenging as the bosses, and the game is just one big boss run, like boss rush mode to me. Um, contra Shattered Soldier is kind of the same way. Um, so the levels, not as important, but I think Contra, the levels were a little bit more important. Maybe that's just on a personal level, but Gunstar Heroes, the levels just kind of seem like nothing to me because you just blow through all the, all the bad guys that you're facing. I mean, you're just knocking them down as you're going along and really the whole point of the level is just to get to the end or to get to the mini boss or the boss so that way you can you know start actually playing through the game to me I don't know that's just how I felt about it
1: no that's, that's actually a pretty good point and and bringing up the board game level you're right I, I've never really seen that in a, in a game especially a running gun um, and a lot of people don't like that board game level but it does stand out you just made a good point because where all the other levels are so chaotic and you're constantly just moving and running, that board game level really does stand out. There's yeah. there's no doubt about that.
4: Yeah, mm. I, I do wanna I do wanna chime in 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 defense of the board game level. It has some pretty unique, you know gameplay to it. You know, they're they're all kind of like little mini bosses. You know, right, and yeah, so yeah. the variety the variety on that level, I will say, is kind of cool because you fight different kinds of monsters, you fight Depending on where you land, there's a, a level where there's a, you're fighting almost like this computer and you have to kind of shoot the core while it's shooting different things at you that you oh, have yes. to look at. Um, uh, but, but Michael, I, I got to say, um, you know, when you're talking about a hard corpse, that's, that's, that's the kind of thing that you find six feet under in a casket.
3: Or, or in a Contra game. <laughs> two options,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's what
4: I always think of—is a like dead body when I hear
1: it. <laughs> Gross and accurate. Yes. yes. All right. Well, Do people let's... not like the board stage game?
0: I love it. it. Uh, yeah, I've read a lot of bad things about it um yeah. on Twitter and on the forums beforehand, but I have to agree with everybody here today. I, uh, it didn't take me out of the game. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed, the, you know, there's the one fight where the guy looks like a big smiling face and he's laughing. You know what I mean? That one, that was fun. And the one where it's the, it almost looks like a Pong game with there's the centerpiece and the two balls. You're to kill the two balls. Oh, the side. right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hated the one where you had to fight the little miniature guy who kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah.
3: Those you just have but to yeah, jump I- off the, um, you have to jump off the wall to avoid them because you can actually do that Apparently in the game, oh. if you've got four walls, you can jump off the kind of like double jump when you're going near a wall, and you'll you'll fly to the other side. Kind of, yep. Yeah, Th- that like yeah. that, no that is a
4: that is a critical move that I think is essential that most people probably don't know you can do. Yeah, um, I use that a ton during during the boss fights, just running up to the side of the screen because oftentimes they'll ch- they charge you yeah. and they try they try to like smash you up against the wall, but yeah, if you just do that little maneuver, um, ju- you know, double jump off the wall and over the boss, and then just run to the other side. Hmm. That's pretty.
2: Yeah, cool. I thought it was a nice variety of, of gameplay. Plus, it was a nice mental break. Like Mike said, to echo what Mike said, it's it's such an onslaught of information and running away. It's uh, it's an hour of self induced stress. And uh, so the board game was kind of nice,
3: but maybe people just don't like board games and their video games. <laughs> so, the, uh, yeah. the question about the dice for you guys: when you're rolling the dice, did you did you used to grab the the dice like in the air because you could jump in the air and grab the dice and then throw it again? I always thought like if you just let the dice drop, you you're pretty much like if you just grab it when it drops, like the second it drops and you roll it. I almost always got a one. I never got anything other than one. But if I grab it and toss it against the wall a couple times and, and, and grab it in midair when it comes back to me and then throw it, I would usually get like a three. Yeah. Huh.
1: Interesting.
3: I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I always get ones when I just grab it when it's on the ground.
0: I mean, yeah, I think- we were busy stuffing pirate cookies into our face during that level. <laughs> <laughs> I love that level. <laughs> Did you say oh, pirate cookies? You. Pirate, hey,
1: yeah. Cookies? Yeah, pirate like, cookies? Like like our yeah. pirates? Yarr, yeah, pirates. yeah. Is there
0: another kind of pirate? Uh,
1: <laughs> what are? Those? Is it an
2: East Coast Canadian thing? Or
0: Paul, you don't have pirate cookies? <laughs> I assumed it was everywhere. They're made by Chips Ahoy. It's uh, yeah, it's Christy. Have it has pirates or Christy, Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's uh, I'm gonna
4: look this up right now.
0: It's like oh a oh graham cracker. Gosh. It's like an Oreo, but instead of the black chocolatey stuff, it's scram. It's scram cracker. No, it's like oatmeal. Cream, it's oatmeal, oatmeal cookie or oatmeal? Yeah. 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 Is it made by Christy? Yeah,
1: yeah Christy uh, cookie. Yeah, uh,
2: pirate cookies. <laughs> I'm more of a I'm more of a dad's cookie
4: guy. Oatmeal peanut butter cookies. Yes. Yes. Okay, oh. I'm looking at a picture. Good? They do the blue, look good. And they come in a box. blue box. Yep.
3: Very underrated.
1: Very underrated. Oh,
3: wow, you Canadians and your pirate cookies.
1: <laughs> you see, they're yep. awesome gaming yep. cookies because they don't gussy up your, or they don't mess up your fingers, and they keep you full of protein because it's peanut butter. Preference. Try it out. Great, great, great gaming something. snack. Trust me.
4: You guys have such better
1: snack options up there. You well, know? you guys have, like, giant bags of M&Ms. <laughs> yeah. True. Right.
4: And you they have all those that. different like flavored potato chips.
1: Yeah, we got some weird ones that are good. We have
4: poutine. We don't <laughs> have <poutine. laughs>
1: We have poutine flavored potato chips.
4: Oh.
3: Yes, but do you have <laughs> crab chips? <laughs> no. Um, that is <laughs> a New you... England. That is a New England chip.
1: Oh. Ah, did
2: chips. we We got some butter What was the Lay's had that competition with the chips? Didn't the uh, oh, East Coast yeah. get some love? Or was that the yeah. other chicken thing?
1: We got yeah. That, that, some that of those were terrible. Scallion yeah. flavor. It was not
2: good. Oh
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I forgot. What I was Canada.
2: Say, the uh, the test test subject for for the U.S. Uh, chip flavors.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> I think the U.S. has plain sour cream and barbecue.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say um th- in that board game level. When you play co-op, um, you each have your own icon on the board, so you don't play together. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's like P1 would have a turn, and then I would have to go. So you don't play co-op during that board game spot. So that's why it was good for eating pirate cookies. But I thought that was interesting that they did that. It's co-op, but you play your own. I'm going to go get some pirate cookies. <laughs> this episode brought to you by RetroHolics and Pirate Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll move on then. Um, yeah, was there any other bosses or levels that anybody wanted to bring up before we move on?
0: Um, yeah, If you, cause I, everything has pretty much been said there. I agree with Vintage on the, the mine cart one and the jumping up to the rocket one. And I agree with what you said about the spaceship where in two player one controls the ship and one controls the little turret on top. Yeah. So you awesome. can shoot in different directions. Uh, I just wanted to talk about that, that boss rush one at the end there where you fight each one of the bosses again. Yeah. And uh, just because it was, it was exciting, and like you're going through boss to boss to boss, and uh, you fight. Uh, what is was a pink lobster? I think is one of them, and uh, uh, I can't remember other names. But uh, we get to the point. As, do you remember when we were playing? There were the uh, yep. the second last guy of the of oh, the yeah. game. I the fight started, and I only had one health left. Yeah. So it I uh, I crouched down. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I started that fight with one health, and I crouched down. And I was using the the homing laser at that point. And this is when I realized how overpowered it was. Um, <laughs> so he he did his little intro, and then he started to att- but he started to move, but the homing laser had kept him frozen. So with one health, by just holding down that button, I managed to beat this, the second last boss of the whole game. Yep. And then I went to the last boss, and he he took me apart. But <laughs> yeah, so that 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 was fun. I, that was interesting. That, I mean, it's not like a memorable level for the game, but it was for me, and I uh, I wanted to talk.
1: Yeah. That- <laughs> No, that last part was like a marathon. Like there was a lot of Mega Man feel to this game, especially where you have to run through the bosses again. Um, it, yeah, it, it was pretty memorable. Especially where you killed the the guy before that last guy with one health left. Like you ended it right right before he was about to hit you too. You had one health left, and then you went yeah. onto it. And we were like, oh good, we made it. And there was a whole other boss, and you were like, oh man, we're done. <laughs> but then you took him out. It was pretty cool. Yeah.
4: What
1: was What'd the guys- deal with that? Oh, sorry.
4: No, go ahead, Paul.
1: What
2: What was the deal with that asparagus boss <laughs> at the beginning?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I guess the oh, programmers yeah. really hated yeah. They hated asparagus. It was yeah. like the first boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Forgot a little just look stand guy. there like, and shoot. Like, I just stood right under him and just pointed up, and he was dead in two <laughs> <Yeah>. seconds.
5: I <laughs> hate asparagus!
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he too was like, "Where's the boss?" Because he said, "You know, boss approaching or whatever." Yeah. So I stood there and I was killing. It and he was like, "Where's the boss?" I'm like, "I'm biting at it. this thing."
4: <laughs> Do you guys know what happens when you eat a lot of asparagus?
0: No. I know your pee smells funny. Oh, yes.
4: Boy.
0: yes. Yes. Oh boy! It's your like piece, uh, gold. Uh, uh, what's it? What's that cereal?
3: Golden crisp, right? With sugar the bear. Crisp. Sugar crisp. Sugar, sugar crisp. Sugar sugar bear. Sugar crisp. Yeah. What happens? Yeah, that that makes your that makes your pee smell like uh, golden crisp. Prove
4: Real. it. Prove I'm it. Gonna get, I'm gonna get some of that.
3: Did you just say prove
1: it? <laughs> I don't. I've never heard of this. this is Did somebody thing. just say prove it? No, that was Paul. I think.
3: Like, no, I def- prove it. Pee into the mic. I want to smell <laughs> that. <laughs> Next
1: on <don't laughs> <smell laughs> Make a video. <laughs> <laughs> Make, a video. <laughs> 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 Make a video. Go around ask people. What is this? Smell like? uh, can you tell me? Dude, that dude you, you haven't smelled, like smelled like my
4: pee yet. You, you smell this? Smell. Wow. Well, I bet crazy. you
3: would
1: find an audience for that. Oh I I totally. Think so. Totally. I think so. It may not be on YouTube though.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Nope>. <laughs> oh my gracious. Okay. Any other bosses that stood out to anybody?
4: Um, I was just gonna say, um I thought the last boss was actually kinda easy. Yeah, compared
1: yeah. yeah he compared
4: was. to some of the others. I don't know.
1: He was, especially with the laser. It was you're just shooting the gems, right? It was yeah, yeah, I, I,
4: right. Because the gems were like in control of the robot, or I don't know something. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then the other thing, as far as
1: stages go,
4: we didn't really talk about that one kind of shooting stage where you're like in the spaceship. What oh, did you guys think that. of
1: that? I love that level. That that might even be my favorite level. Um, when you play co-op, you can one person controls the ship, one person controls the turret, um, which I thought was a really cool mechanic. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think about it as one player?
4: Um, it was a little. It was. It was actually a little bit difficult with aiming the gun around because right. you know you're using the D-pad to move around, and then in order to change direction of your shot, you almost have to hit like the direction and the fire button at the same time oh, in order to get it to change direction. So it was a little bit wonky, and for me. That, yeah, that would have been easier to have a second person there, but for me, yeah. I just more or less kept it shooting forward, and I would kind of move around the screen to get the guys in front of me. Um, except for there were a couple times where you actually had to shoot backwards because the guy was behind you.
1: Yes, yeah. See, I it was, it was the still turret was
0: something I assumed they added the turret motion for two-player, so even as one player, there's the main cannon and a turret as well. You have to control. You to control both.
4: Uh, I only had Arch. just one shot, actually. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, oh no, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're talking about the the turret is a separate thing. It only appears when you have one player. Sorry. Oh, or oh. two
1: players. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Cool.
4: My bad. I'm talking about the main cannon.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, I love that level. Hmm. Mike, what did you think of that yep. level? Which level? the one where you're like in a spaceship.
3: You know, I don't remember that one. Oh, I haven't really? I didn't beat I didn't beat the um the game this time around. The last time I beat the game was years ago. But um I played through it. Uh quite I got pretty far. Um
4: Oh, look at this guy. Mr. <laughs> uh, normal difficulty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when you, listen, when you're playing on a harder difficulty, you know, it's, oh it's a harder game, so oh you don't have
0: to beat it as often. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: boy. But um,
3: one thing, thing I, I is one thing I, w- I was going to say. Um, I don't know if we're going to talk about graphics separately because oh, yeah. if we are, I'll, I'll hold off.
1: That's okay. We we are, but I don't care if you say okay, that. Okay, you know? then I'll hold
3: off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I've got a lot I've got a lot to say about the graphics actually. But All um, right. um Yeah, I don't know. I, I would say for level, like level wise, the most memorable to me was was definitely the 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 board the board game level. The board game level and um I was more visually like engrossed in the game, I would say, than like remembering like specifics about the levels. It's weird. So
1: no, that's yeah, fair or... enough. Yeah. Okay then. Before we uh, before we do get into the graphics, let's talk a bit about the, the soundtrack. Was there anything that stood out to you guys? Any any memorable tunes? Like I memorable think the most memorable best one part to me about
0: the soundtrack is how consistent it was, and it wasn't just sporadic.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. This track that I'm, that's playing now, I. Uh... Oh, I see. Oh. Boy. Oh. oh boy. <laughs> yeah, this track right here. This is probably my favorite track. I turn
0: that up. It, uh, this is Yeah, the I, I mean, I like the soundtrack, but none of it stands out to me. I mean, I, I didn't find myself humming any of the tunes after the fact.
1: Oh, really? You didn't like the You didn't like the soundtrack?
0: I know, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying it wasn't memorable.
1: Oh. You know what I mean? No. Hey! what <laughs> you say? What'd you say? I love this soundtrack, man. This this soundtrack to me is like the epitome of good Genesis soundtrack.
0: See, it's for me, it's cheese, it's uh, pepperoni pizza. It's it's still pizza, so I like it. But it's not like no, I mean it's not like doner pizza with uh, you know, cheat with tomato and onions and cheese and you know some sauce on top. It's just pepperoni pizza. You know what I mean?
1: You uh, you bring up a good point. Do the Americans have doner pizza?
0: What
1: What? doner? Uh, more Canadian food. Do you have Hawaiian pizza? What is, it, pizza
3: what is it, a what wine? is a donair? We uh,
1: Oh what? my god. Oh my uh, god. Is
3: that actually, like so donut take- pizza? <laughs> no, pizza <can> uh,
4: <laughs> That sounds pretty a, good actually. You know
2: <laughs> what a pizza? Do, do you know what a donair is? Like a beef donair?
0: They don't. No. They don't. Is that like like a, like pizza? a, a, a pita? pita? Can I explain what it is. <laughs> <laughs> a donair is uh, it's a pita, and then we have this meat. It's uh, it's usually lamb, but sometimes you can use beef. And it's like a, like a, a giant. Imagine just a big, like a roll of paper, but it's it's lamb meat instead of paper. And like uh, it cooks it's in this spit. rotisserie. And they shave thin slices off and put them uh, uh, on a on a grill, fr- uh, like fry them up a little bit. Put them on the pita, and then you put cheese, onions, tomatoes, and the uh, donaire sauce is like this white sweet sauce. It's made out of uh, I don't know deliciousness.
1: And actually- I think they make it from
0: angel hair and uh, children's <laughs> tears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually the sweet the the sweet donair sauce is, is an east coast thing I don't know if Paul would have sweet sauce yeah. we
2: kind of have more like garlic butter sauce yeah. and I can put uh, that on
3: everything yeah. Like clean my face with eights. it
2: in the morning yeah we're, we're really
3: unconventional here we have uh, in Connecticut we have this thing called pizza and <laughs> it's it's got it's weird you guys are going to think this is the nuttiest thing It's it's cheese Tomato sauce, you know, whoa. like
1: whoa, whoa.
3: tomatoes, tomato sauce, and dough. <laughs>
1: Weird, we have right? pizza. It's just it gets boring.
3: Oh. And then you <laughs> have any the right pizza? you know you got to you gotta come to the Northeast, Connecticut? We have the best pizza.
1: Oh, okay. I'm coming. Our pizza oh, yeah.
3: is pretty terrible. That's why we put stuff on top of it. So.
4: <laughs> hey, hey but, Paul. Yeah. Do you guys have Papa John's by you? Uh,
2: no. Um, we have Papa John's there, by us. I else. think there is a Papa John's in Red so. Deer. Yeah, you think? Okay,
4: <laughs> not yeah, very it's, so. often. It's kind of like um, like Domino's. Do you have Domino's?
2: Yes. Yeah, we have Domino's.
4: Okay. It's kind of like that. But but the reason I bring it up is they give you this like melted, it's like garlic butter sauce yeah, yeah, yeah. with the Ooh. pizza. Oh my
3: gosh. It's, that's the yeah, first it's, thing I thought of when you said when you said garlic yeah. butter. Oh yeah. I thought yeah. of Papa that, John's.
4: That's the way to go. You take that thing and you like zap it in the microwave a little bit and then um, I use it for the crust. Like I eat the pizza, then I dump it in the crust and then I nice. finish it off and Mrs. Geek dumps the whole pizza pizza. Like right, right into the right into the, the the cup of the sauce and eats it that way. Yum, most people
3: in my area, I mean, we they go to the chains, but for the most part, most people don't go to the chains. They go to the local pizza places that are around here because we have a lot of very famous uh, pizza places like Pepe's and um, Sally's and uh, a lot of like nationally and world known pizza places, um, but. One of the pizza places that I love going to, which is a local place that's right down the road from me, they put like it's got to be like cinnamon in their sauce, and it is amazing. It has this weird cinnamony kind of taste, and it 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 sounds weird, but it tastes amazing. I
0: believe it. Hmm. I would try. Yeah, our, our,
3: this... our pizzas, not. But anyways, back to Gunstar. <laughs> <Glenn> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. So um, music. Right. So yeah. Music, I don't know what you so... <laughs> so, music is something that we do quite a bit on Pixel Tunes Radio. It's the whole reasoning for the show. Right. And um, we have not talked about Gunstar Heroes, believe it or not. I don't think we've played a single track from it, but um, I-, I would say if you're listening to the tracks on their own, uh, they stand out quite a bit. When you're listening to them when you play the game, they kind of get pushed into the background a little bit, unfortunately, because the sound effects are so loud in Gunstar Heroes. I mean, there's just so much going on. Everything's exploding. So you don't really get a chance to hear the music over the sound effects, unfortunately. Exactly. Um, For the composer, uh, Norio Hanzawa did the soundtrack for that. And uh, he is basically a Treasure guy. He's from Treasure. He's always been with Treasure, um, aside from um, working... I don't think... He may have done, like, some... Uh, some stuff for Konami, Uh, like early, early stuff for Konami. But um, his first game, of course, with Treasure was Gunstar Heroes. He did Dynamite Heavy, uh, Alien Soldier. He did a Yu Yu Hakusho game uh, for the Mega Drive. Uh, Guardian Heroes, um, Advanced Guardian Heroes. Um, Then he did... uh, Bangayo Spirits Afterburner 20th Anniversary. I mean, you know, the, he's but he's done a bunch of like remix soundtracks and stuff like that. Uh, but for the most part, most of the things that he has worked on were with Treasure, and uh, so yeah, that's just a little info on Norio Hanzawa.
1: That's pretty cool. I'd love to learn a lot more about Treasure.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: I've yeah, got rare. One of the games that you forgot to mention was Mischief Makers on the N64, which oh, I was man. like, how did they forget Mischief Makers?
1: Wait, wasn't that rare?
3: No, that was
1: Treasure. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. God, they they have a, such a good lineup. Such a good
3: lineup. Yeah. And Sin mm-hmm. and Punishment too, they did both Sin and Punishment games.
4: Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. Um hey, have you guys played uh or own um Gunstar Superheroes on the Game Boy Advance.
0: Yes, that is a great game. Yeah. Love that That's game. Right. I was, uh, I was actually visiting uh, Mr. Mailbag there, Rip the Narc podcast, yep. and uh, I, uh, I was forced to purchase that game. And uh, <laughs> so glad that I was gunpoint. Was that me? Was that me? Yeah, there was. A, I don't want to say who, but there was a really pushy, tall guy <laughs> with a distinct accent who was like. <laughs> You have to have this game Yes (laughs) (laughs) Well good I'm glad
4: I'm glad you're not getting rid of that one No
0: I'm keeping that one
1: (laughs) I'm confused yeah I didn't see it on your Purge pile so I was confused
4: (laughs) That's too bad I think you paid under ten bucks for that didn't you
1: I think it was like
0: three bucks What?
1: Yeah heck yeah that was a steal
0: Yeah it was really cheap
3: Is it expensive now? I don't think it's expensive Is Is it?
1: But the Genesis one is ridiculously expensive. Uh, I can't get anything. Let me check out the three bucks. So. Yeah, three bucks is awesome, yeah. For anything, yeah, that's right.
3: Uh, free shipping. Gunstar Heroes is
0: about forty loose.
1: Yeah, up here in Canada that's like
0: ninety. Oh wow. Our <laughs> exchange uh, rate is garbage. It is.
2: Well, I had to hunt man. down a really good deal on eBay, and I think it was fifty-three complete in box US. But by the time our conversion happened and the um, sh- shipping, import, global shipping, you know all that horse business that eBay likes, it cost me close to hundred. It was probably one of the more expensive. I don't. Okay. I've never spent more than a hundred, but. Yeah, yeah, it's
4: the the Game Boy Advance game. It looks like it's running ten to fifteen shipped on eBay right now. Yeah,
3: yeah. that's what I'm saying too.
4: I think that's worth it. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. So if that you're a is fan not, of this one, yeah. that's not a port. That's a like legit sequel. Is it, it is legit it's, sequel? It's
4: a totally, totally different cool. game.
1: Awesome, awesome. I'll Have to check that out because I can play that next year. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if we should mention the one console. Show. We'll do it later. Moving on. Um, <laughs>
0: All right. So our show. that's a different show.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, sound, uh, Paul, how about you, buddy? Any sound, tr- anything that stood out to you in the soundtrack? I actually did.
2: Um, awesome. Mike's seems to be our information guru, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a little snippet here. Um, oh, it was interesting to read that, uh, gunstar heroes, the in-house sound guys. Now I'm not going to insult a whole nationality and, and country. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to pronounce any names here but I know that the sound guy or sound effects and uh, music designer chose to design those uh, sounds post uh, production so after the game was fully built and complete uh, the music music designer sat down with the game and decided to make games that match the uh, content so, oh,
1: wow. kinda, so they made the whole uh, game without the sound effects? that's pretty interesting
2: yeah, and the same for the sound, so they had a separate sound effects guy, too, and he did the same thing, so, and I think they are kind of notorious for that within Treasure, that those, I don't know if it's the same two guys, but uh, I know that the music uh, department, uh, he does the same thing with all the games, so it kind of enhances the game instead of trying to merge the two together uh, in the middle, so, uh, it's kinda, uh, maybe that's why it kind of stands out, at least the opening credits, I mean, I think the title sequence is pretty impressionable. Like, what am I getting into? This is pretty heavy stuff. So, uh,
3: That's pretty
1: cool. Hmm.
3: Did you know that, Mike? No. I, I did not. <laughs> Actually, I was not aware of that. So that's I could have just made that all up. But no, I, I was...
1: We assumed you did, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, wow. It also, also says here that M2 did the Game Gear port. So it's pretty cool that they're doing all these new ones on the... Uh, on the virtual console and stuff, but way back when, they also did the Game Gear port when it first came out. That's pretty cool. You yeah. guys <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice to see if they could do something of their own. Axe. <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Let's leave M2 alone. All right, let's get into the graphics, then, um, because this game was bright, beautiful. Looks like it could have been on the Super Nintendo. It was that good. Um, yeah, I was pretty impressed, except for the fact that they just... Sh- uh, you know, change the color pads of your shoulders, your shoulder pads, to uh, differentiate between the main two characters, which is kind of similar to the last month's game, it's is kind of funny.
0: But anyway, no, the there were with... some slight differences. It wasn't just the shoulder pads. There was a little bit of a different in the hairstyle. Was um,
1: it? I couldn't tell. I
0: couldn't. Tell. Pretty sure.
1: Yeah, the fact that you're pretty sure just says that it's not.
0: <laughs> I might be thinking of. I might be thinking of last month.
1: I think you are. <laughs> they're supposed to be twins, so I guess that that's how they. Uh, you know cover that up so i guess that makes sense but uh but mike
2: is any red versus uh blue from halo so yeah hey, you're right
1: yeah nice call maybe they stole it from this that's
2: hmm. yeah, all right you can cut that part out
1: i'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's definitely Stan. mike whoa, you, whoa. you said you had some stuff to discuss about the graphics please feel free
3: yeah, no, the graphics were amazing in this game. Um, I would say that the graphics on their own for the backgrounds are, are pretty to look at, but they're prettier in motion. Um, specifically, two things. One, when the screen kind of transitions between different parts, specifically in the dice level, um, right before you get to each part of the map, there's this like crazy screen. It kind of like fades in and out and swirls back and forth, like left to right, and... Uh, You know, it's it's almost like a TV kind of tuning itself, which I thought was really cool. Um, But I would say the most impressive thing that I thought was the level where you've got the sun in the background and you're kind of on the scaffolding and you're kind of going across. Um, That was so impressive because if you look at the sun, the sun is like pulsating almost like like all the time. Hmm. And. Then there's another level with clouds where the clouds are like you know going you know really fast with the when you're on that plane fighting uh, that that green not Mister Green but the I can't remember the name of the bosses just because I always get the colors mixed up but I
1: think he was orange yeah
3: he was orange yeah which is weird because he's wearing all green
1: which
3: yeah is a, a but <laughs> just yeah is. that guy when you're fighting that guy really just very very detailed impressive. Uh, stuff, especially in motion. And so the, the big thing, the big reason for that, I would say, is because of the processing power of the Genesis. I, I know you, you know, I'm a huge Nintendo dude, but I gotta say, games on the Genesis and the Mega Drive run so much cleaner because of the better processor on it. And I think that it, because of that, it, it's able to handle these special effects. These these amazing like three D uh, bosses that are made up of what looks to be almost like uh, pseudo polygons uh, in a way.
1: Hmm. That's a great point. I don't remember feeling any slowdown while while and there's a lot. Going oh no! On,
3: so. Oh, absolutely. This game, if this was on the Super Nintendo, would have had tons and tons of slowdown. Yeah. And not that that's necessarily bad or anything, but I just kind of feel like if. You're gonna play a fast run and gun game. It, it plays completely different on the Genesis versus the Super Nintendo. I mean, if you look at like Contra Three, the Alien Wars, mm-hmm. that game was also really detailed, amazing graphics. But I think that if you played that same game on the Genesis, it would have run like ten times faster.
1: That's true. And uh, I don't. There, there wasn't a Contra game on the Genesis, was there?
3: Yes, there was. It was Contra Hard, Hard Corps. <laughs> I just wanted you to just say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I fell hook cool. on sinker into that. But Contra Le- <laughs> Hard Corps was developed, I believe, after Gunstar Heroes. Because Gunstar, yeah, Gunstar Heroes was ah, released strong. September 9th, 1993 uh, uh, on the Super Nintendo. I'm sorry, on the Genesis, rather, not the Super Nintendo. Uh, the Genesis, the September 9th. 1993, September 10th, 1993 in Japan and then in Europe they got it in October and a bunch of other places got it all throughout 1993 uh, including one uh, which got it in 1994 which was I think like Switzerland or Sweden or something like that but um, the whole point of of talking about dates is Konami saw what Treasure did with with Gunstar Heroes and they were like basically trying to one-up them with Contra Hard Corps. So they came out with Contra Hard Corps, and they were like, oh, so you're going to make a game that's full of, like, tons of amazing bosses and, like, super detailed, crazy, like, pseudo-polygon sprites? Yeah, we could do that too. And that's why Contra Hard Corps came out, basically, is because they were like, yeah, we know you left us. Like, we don't need you. We got, you know, all our guys that could do this. So it was kind of like a battle of wills, if you will, between the two companies.
2: And I, think, uh, I think like some of the treasure guys, maybe not all, uh, worked on some of the Juggernaut Super Nintendo titles like Alien Wars and uh, Super Castlevania IV. Is that right? Am I remembering that right? I'm not sure. Bending, looking up.
3: Repeat that one more time.
2: Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that some of the treasure team uh, that worked on Gunstar came from uh, the teams that worked on Castlevania, like yeah. Super Castlevania 4. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's exactly the point I was trying to make, is that um, all of Treasure's original members were ex-Konami employees. Yeah. Um, basically, they were not happy with the way that things were going in Konami, they were tired of doing sequel after sequel, and so they were like, yeah, we're going to leave, and they founded their own company, which was kind of unheard of back in the day for... Uh, Japanese developers, just because um, the culture is different there in Japan. When you work for a company, you're essentially working for them for life in most cases. And so to have that kind of sort of like mentality of I'm going to leave and I'm going to start my own company was like kind of unheard of back in the day. I mean, there were also, that's why a lot of the um, people that were credited in video in early games like of this generation, like Super Nintendo, Nintendo, um, Genesis, like that era, a lot of them just had, they didn't have their real names down there. They had like, like, like pseudo, like pseudo names, like, like fake names or, uh, yeah. um, you know, and, and so that would, that's what made it very difficult nowadays, especially to try and track them down and be like, you know, who worked on what games, um, so, and the reason why they did that is to avoid headhunters in Japan from oh, wow. from other companies like uh, you know like uh, let's say Hudson Soft and they saw how great Konami was and they were like, "Yo, come on board." And so it was one of those things where they wanted those people to not be swayed into working for other companies. Um, they didn't want their talent leaving. They wanted their talent to stay in-house. And so that's that's where that mentality came from for you know, when you work for a company, you work for them for life in most cases. So it wasn't until, you know, I would say that was one of the first instances where people started leaving left and right from companies. And when they founded their own company, it was kind of like, I don't want to say a slap in the face to Konami, but in a a way it kind of was because they were able to come out with games like Gunstar Heroes. It was like, oh, wow, Like you can do something like this with the Genesis? Yes, you can. Okay, well, yeah, we could do that too. And that's the whole reason why Contra Hard
0: Corps came to be. That's pretty cool. Sort of weird yeah. that uh, people would find uh, working for Konami to be difficult. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. That's the first
1: time. Konami, I've heard of Kena-
3: <laughs> Konami didn't... I don't think they used to be that way. I think primarily the reason why they got that, that sort of mentality is because they saw that when a game was successful they wanted to put out a sequel and on a creative level you're kind of like, alright, I'm done with this and so I, I kind of feel like they're that. that's one of the reasons why they left is because they weren't happy doing Castlevania's 20, you know
1: Yeah, and that's interesting because I don't think Treasure did many sequels, which is kind of cool except for maybe like small uh,
3: Sin and Punishment 2 uh, Super Gunstar Heroes Yeah, I think that's it.
1: And then they kind of did like some off, slight off things. But yeah, for the most part, it was just one, maybe a second one, but never a series, which is kind of neat. Because that's what they wanted. And Sin and
3: Punishment Punishment 2, I think, was more Nintendo's idea than than Treasures. Hmm. Because uh, I think Nintendo approached them. Because I believe Nintendo published that.
1: They did, yes.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anytime Nintendo publishes a third party game like that, it's totally them just being like, "Yo, you know, make this game for us so we can sell millions of copies." But Sin Punishment Two, unfortunately, didn't sell that well. I mean, I remember picking it up at Best Buy for like five bucks. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: you
4: could- so uh, running an informal poll on Twitter right now. Oh
1: yes how
4: do you, how do you say contra hardcore?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Dash hardcore. Or wrong dash hard corpse. Uh, we have eleven votes. Eighty-two percent say it the right way, and eighteen percent. I think that's probably Mike vote uh, say wrong.
3: Say no, I, I didn't. Corpse. I didn't vote yet, actually. Okay, but okay. go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Right. You're voting. But but I'm yeah, looking. I'm about to. <laughs> I will
4: update you guys at the close of the pod.
1: Okay. Interesting. Wow. Hard corpse. So yeah, those numbers have
0: corpse. skewed. Oh, here it is. I found it.
3: Uh, wrong hard corpse. All right. I'm gonna vote twenty five percent. Yes. <laughs> I, I just I just want to point out that somebody else other than yeah. me voted. If you're parts. listening
1: to this and you voted Ron, please let us know who you are. <laughs>
3: please, be my best
1: friend because... <laughs> might need some friends. That's Give awesome. A message. <laughs> wow, right on. Um, Same. How about... Uh, Paul, what did you think about the graphics?
2: All right, I'm just going to improv something. Here. No... Um, <laughs> You know, I don't know about you guys, but uh, for the 16-bit era like uh, Genesis and Super Nintendo, maybe more Super Nintendo than uh, Genesis as a Nintendo kid growing up, I noticed this a lot, but I don't like when the when the characters, you know, a third or half of the screen, I don't like the larger uh, sprites, I guess, if you want to call it. And I know that was the big thing to do back then, is, oh, look, we have improved graphics, we can do better detail and stuff but when they're so big that you know you're, you're maybe one or two steps from the edge of the screen at all times it kind of takes away from the experience so that's really the first thing I fell in love with with gun stars is like oh finally I have some room to breathe and and um it was easy to navigate around the screen and I'm excited to try the uh wall jumping off the edge of the screen there vintage so that'll be cool to try out as well but um yeah, it's pretty to look at, but I think just echoing again what we've kind of already said is um, uh, it's information overload, and I'm just trying to get to the end of that level so I can That's take true. a breath. And um, So sometimes I miss out on... It's not really an exploration game. It's not uh, something you, you're looking at the background to appreciate. You're looking at the background to see, okay, what's coming next? What's going to kill me? And uh, where, when can I get that little heart upgrade? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a different. Uh, so I think they definitely put the effort in to make it look nice. But um, I was inundated with all that other information. So
3: the characters themselves are not are not nice to look at. I mean, it's not that they're ugly, but they're just very plain, like kind of boring. Like the characters themselves, I, I got more, way more out of it just by looking at the the background graphics and the fluidity of the way that the enemies moved, um just really amazing, impressive stuff there. But the characters themselves were just kind of meh, they're just kind of there.
1: It's true. It was really the bosses, the backgrounds, that kind of thing that really captured it. Uh, right. Cause other than different colored shoulder pads, those those characters are pretty much the, the plainest as plain can be. Um, yeah, I'm.
2: Uh, I'm not one to articulate uh, specifically how graphics are done on the, on these consoles, but I know that they had said that the color, uh, you know, colors were, were an obstacle to get around. Of course, limited palette of the Genesis, but um, I mean, it comes across quite well. And they said that I think they had some sort of like they had two shading layers on top of each other, so. I'm just thinking of all the work and programming that that would take to make that happen. So I think that's a, a pretty great accomplishment in, in and of itself to pump out all those different shades and really you can't, uh, you can't tell the difference um, that it's yeah. a, a Genesis or Super Nintendo or what, whatnot. So it's just a good looking game. So
1: they definitely, yeah. definitely took their time with the, with the graphics, no doubt. Yeah. Um, Vintage, what did you think about the graphics? Any that stood out to you or anything?
4: I don't think I have anything that hasn't been already said. I, I just think they're great. Um, you know, remind me of the Super Nintendo. Yeah, um, they do. And I don't know. i just just so they're so colorful. Um, I wish every Genesis game could look that good. Same here. Um, I mean, we know we obviously know that it's possible, but I just think I don't know when I'm playing the game and I'm looking at it. It just makes me feel happy. It's 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 one of the few games that I think does that for me.
1: Mm. It is bright enough that I could I could understand why it would feel that way. Yeah, it, it caught me off guard how how bright it actually was. It it felt kind of like Rocket Knight. I think Rocket Knight was one of the other few that yep. were bright enough to do that.
4: I agree. Yep, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, how about how about you? Which me? Rocket
3: Knight? It's funny you mentioned Rocket Knight because Rocket Knight was developed by all those. Uh, treasure employees.
1: Ah, at Konami, so
3: that at Konami, yeah, before they left Konami, that was one of their last games, I, b- I believe. So yeah, that makes sense.
1: Treasure is awesome. Yeah,
4: Sparkster Two, even though it's not highly regarded, I think as as um, the original, but mm-hmm. I think it, it, it graphically it looks gorgeous. That's
1: true.
4: That's yeah. that's one game I would love to have, but it's so expensive. I just can't which to- one? Sparkster on the Genesis. Oh.
3: Oh, on the oh the second one, yeah. Yeah, that's right. the uh, Rocket Knight Adventures 2. Because there was Sparkster... Sparkster's the name of the character, and then there was Rocket Knight Adventures, which was the first game he was in. That was a Genesis exclusive. And then Sparkster yeah. 2, which is really just Rocket Knight Adventures 2, that came out for the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Right. But I believe that Sparkster for Super Nintendo is kind of like a mix between the, the, the two Genesis games, if I recall.
4: Yeah, it's um. There are actually two different games, and the SNES version is better. Uh, it's it's less expensive. I guess they just made more of them, but the the Genesis version is not as good. Um, but there, I guess it's more rare, so it costs more. Uh, happy console gamer when he used to do reviews. Like he did a pretty good uh, set of reviews on that series. Yeah, as did the
3: happy video game nerd.
4: Oh, that's what I—that isn't that what I said? What did I? You say said happy console. Oh, sorry. You mean I happy meant video hap- game nerd? Yeah, that's happy video I mean. game nerd.
3: He's—he's yep. he's pretty much the direct inspiration for my show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, nice. um, that was one of the reviews that I—I I really loved uh, was the Rocket Knight and Sparkster games.
4: Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot. That's how—that's how I heard of of Rocket Knight was one of his earlier reviews. Yeah
1: yeah how about you p1 any uh, any comments on the graphics
0: i think it's been covered man uh it looks good you know what I mean? it's, yeah it's a, it's a beautiful game it's fun uh, yeah graphically i don't there's anything that hasn't been said so i uh, I, agree. I reflect all of those uh those comments i agree
1: well then while we're talking to you why don't you give us your lasting impressions on the game
0: your overall rating
1: oh. that kind of thing
0: yeah, uh, I thought it was... Oh, there's a cat on my laptop. Uh, I thought it was uh, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It was Last month, we played a, a two-player beat-em-up that uh, was, you know, a quick, you know, you beat it in an afternoon sit down with friends type of game that I will probably never play again. Yeah. This month, we played a two-player shoot run and gun, um, and it was a lot of fun. I could definitely see myself playing this again, you know, a rainy Saturday afternoon or... Somebody comes over, Nick, or somebody comes over for, for an afternoon today, so, hey, you want to throw in Gunstar, like Vintage mentioned, he used to do uh, with his friends. Uh, I could definitely play it again. It's oh, know I mean, a higher difficulty to experience those. Uh, it looks yeah. good, sounds good, it feels good, um, and I'm, I'm glad that I had the chance to experience it, and I, I can't wait uh, to come upon that opportunity again down the road and see uh, how much I enjoy it a second time through.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely jealous that you have this for your Genesis collection. I will definitely need to add it at some point in time um paul how about you what, what are your overall thoughts do you think uh, you would recommend this to somebody else and uh, what do you think
2: Oh, absolutely um i was given the recommendation to go get this game and i'm glad that i have and uh, i've since talked about it with my friends local collectors and things like that and i'm happy to have it on the shelf uh complete in box um oh, although apparently complete in box would include a fruit roll-up in really the box yeah they were giving out fruit roll-ups so that kids could go buy the game
1: that's hilarious wow
2: so mine does not have a fruit roll-up vintage do you have a fruit roll-up in yours i
4: actually ate mine <laughs> box. it was, nice. it was, it so was a little cr- hard, it was a little crunchy but um, you know it was still those, good
2: those do so it's anyway. a part of you now
4: yes it's inside me. It's inside you. <laughs>
3: it's like it's like gum, the whole rumor about gum. You know, like uh, yeah. gum doesn't come out until seven years if you eat it, so...
1: <laughs> right.
3: Same thing with watermelon seeds.
1: Interesting. Well, Mike, well, tell us your last impressions.
3: I just would say visually the game is extremely captivating and that I wish the sound effects had an option to be turned down because the soundtrack is incredible. It's a really fun, fantastic game that I think anybody who's played any Konami games would really love. Um, so if you're a fan of Contra, definitely this is this is the game to get. It's, it's fantastic. And the sequel's good,
1: too. Right on, right on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying the sequel, actually, so definitely check yeah. it out. Um, all right, Vintage, how about you? Lasting impressions?
4: I would say it's the total package. Um, if you have a Genesis, you have to get it. I would give it an A if I was going to rate it. Um, it's just fantastic. You know, it's an exclusive game. Um, it's great to play by yourself or with two people. So you can't go wrong.
1: Right on, right on. I think that sums it up. I think this is a must-have for, for your Genesis collection. If you can get your hands on it, definitely do it, because it's, it's worth it. It's a good game. Um Yeah. Did we have an underground game this uh, this month, P1?
0: No, I don't think we did. Uh, it's unofficially Xenoblade Chronicles X, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Not why a, don't you tell us some of the of uh,
1: plan, huh? the three-word reviews?
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh, every month we do a three-word review. It's an idea we stole from the and Rinse podcast, but we didn't steal it. We got permission. Um, <laughs> so uh, in order to get your three-word review read on the show, you just have to uh, tweet it. Uh, use hashtag Cartridge club. Hashtag 3WR. Um, uh, I, yeah, I ask that you add the cartridge club so that I don't have to uh, look through things like they double and triple teamed Antonio Brown and Marcavis Bryant. Why else would our three, hashtag 3WR three of 200 yards and nine receptions? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, obviously a Pittsburgh Steelers fan talking about the Seahawks game. Anyway, um, so uh, we're going to go through some of them. So, uh, three-word review. I'm going to give mine first. My three-word review is... Uh, really good time, because mm-hmm. that's why I felt with this game. Um, so next up, we have uh, Liam, the Donovan Viper. He, uh, his three-word review was always double-jump. <laughs> uh, then we have... Uh, <laughs> then we have uh, Darren from the Gaming uh I don't think this is his actual three-word review, but it says, uh, Steven is dumb. oh poor Steven Uh, I can't remember what conversation that was in reference to but uh, (laughs) Guns (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then yeah next up we have uh, Ryan from It's Rocket Sauce and uh, he says better than Contra Mm. Uh, which I think a lot of people can agree with uh,
1: that's a a hefty statement
0: it is, he didn't say which Contra so I don't know if it's the the original Contra, or Super Contra, or uh, Contra 3, or Contra... What's another one? Mike? Contra what? the Adventure. What? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's
0: the one. Contra the Adventure.
3: But
4: <laughs> can um, we just stop, can we pause right here, P1, and uh, yeah. let's just say... Let's let's compare Gunstar Heroes to Contra Hardcore.
0: <laughs> See, I haven't played Contra which, Hardcore, which is, so I don't know. You keep forgetting that As <laughs> as the I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Gunstar Heroes because I really enjoyed that, and it's a game that I have wanted to play. That's on the Genesis, and I bought Contra Hardcore and gave it away without ever playing it. He did. (laughs) Wow!
1: Wow! Well, I would that one now. I would. (laughs)
4: Uh, I would agree. I would say Gunstar Heroes is better, and the only reason is that. Hardcore is just too hardcore for me. It's just too difficult. <laughs> it's not fun getting my butt kicked. Like, I, I can hardly get past the first level on that game. <laughs> so that's why I give it the Gunstar. I think they both look and play very similar and they look great, but gotta go with Gunstar.
0: Well, since you since you already uh you, you you've you yanked the podium forcibly from my hands, Vintage, why don't you tell us your three-word review?
4: I didn't do one, did I?
0: Yeah, you, you have to come <laughs> up with it now on the show. <laughs> um
4: I would just say get this game.
0: Ooh, good. Hey, there we go. There we go. And I did. So uh yeah, get this game. So Vintage agrees it's better than Contra, I agree it's better than Contra. It was Ryan Gorman's three-word review, and it's also Darren's actual review. His uh, three-word actual three-word review for this month's game is better than Contra. That's a lot of votes for uh, for Gunstar Heroes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Eric the Mighty Q Dog. His uh, his three-word review was impressive technical achievement.
5: Mm. Uh,
0: big sexy Joe Bailey, otherwise known as Toku ju <laughs> 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 He uh, he put down playing Yakuza Five. <laughs> oh. Wow uh, Ouch oh. yeah, happy, happy, Hanukkah.
4: Joke. happy Hanukkah joke. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah Happy
2: Hanukkah I'm curious wow. to know if Toku played it from right to left Instead of left to right mm. <laughs> Because they read Because you read the Torah from right to left Anyway
1: what's <laughs> <laughs> funny pretty decent there?
0: All right, Paul, give us your three word review. Redeem yourself.
2: Uh, uh, so we've insulted the troops. We've insulted the Jewish people.
0: Yep.
5: Yeah,
2: What's left? I've interrupted vintage several times. <laughs>
1: uh, that's worse than both those things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Vintage is worse than the troops and the Jews. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming
4: for you, Paul. And I'm, <laughs> I'm taking away it? your uh, pirate cookies.
1: Oh Whoa. man! Whoa! <laughs> it's fight words. Stuff just got serious.
3: It did. I'll yeah. trade
2: you some of that garlic sauce. <laughs> uh, my third.
4: I'm gonna. Three- I'm gonna dip you, Your body in melted <laughs> garlic butter.
0: <laughs> oh, what is that? Oh, boy. Is, uh, is this gonna be like a sad project for dude? Have you smelled my pee yet? <laughs>
3: yes. Dude, have you been dipped in garlic butter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yet <laughs> the yet is crucial. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think right, my three word
2: review would be holy hell splosions
1: Nice. I,
4: no, no, <laughs> that's not it. It's vintage, <laughs> its vintage was right.
1: There you yes, go. <laughs> well <laughs> said. Well said.
0: <laughs> uh, and Paul, I guess uh, your your co star from Lent Over Bits is going to put you on the spot here. Because Enzy's three-word review was Just Ask Paul. Just Ask Paul, yeah. Yeah. Trying to so set yeah, me up. Plus it. So now I have to,
2: oh, okay. Enzy, um, <laughs> I think he wanted me to have a more formulated opinion on this. Um, but, uh, no, it's definitely worthwhile getting. So is that three words? Definitely That's, worthwhile yeah. getting.
0: Boom. Worth, worth walking, nice. Yeah. So we have uh, Kevin from Barrett on Mars who plays along every month. He's uh have, the last two months he's been giving himself a challenge to see if he can beat the game of the month in the first day, which he's managed to do. So there's two review for, for Gunstar Heroes. He actually cheated and put three of them in this one uh, one tweet. He gets so he day <laughs> he gets day one finish. And then uh yeah, you know he only gets one. I might read the rest of those Kevin. That's cheating.
1: That's
5: right.
0: <laughs> so day one oh wait, 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 it's his birthday. You can read. One well, more. Okay, you can read more. Birthday, so we'll read another one. His second one is Dean is slow because him and Dean have been competing uh, with each other to see who can beat the games faster. <laughs> so uh, I'm really looking forward to February when they have to play Nair in a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait,
1: we're gonna have to have a vote. Uh, it's pronounced near. <laughs> <laughs> <We'll
0: see. laughs> That'll be next, uh, next podcast. One? We've got uh, Rambox, whose uh, three-word review is easy. Guns, guns, guns. Oh,
5: mm-hmm. uh,
0: my. Well, Mike, I want to hear yours before I ask two for his and before we go over uh, Julian Vegas. Okay. All right. So
3: my three-word review is gorgeous, and then a comma, and then <laughs> look out. <Nice>. Because, <laughs> b- because the game is so beautiful yep. that... Sometimes you just forget that you're playing.
0: You're just like, oh, wait a minute,
3: I'm playing a game. So you just got to
0: pull yourself back. I like that. I, I really think. was hoping that your three-word review was going to be current Contra Hard Corps. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, okay, so I'll say this about, because you're, you're going around asking people you know, their votes. I would say Contra Hard Corps, in all honesty, is is my vote over Gunstar Heroes. Wow. Uh, nice. Gunstar Heroes is a lot of fun too easy for me. I, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm just that good at running guns, but I, I consider Contra Hard Corps a challenge. Um, because like you, I really can't get past like the third level in that game. Like, I'm just... That is one of those games that that I, I just get really frustrated playing, but I have a really fun time playing it. So, yeah, I would say Contra Hard Corps is a better game than Gunstar Heroes. Personally, it's got the branching paths. It's got, you know, the Gunstar Heroes is more like just visually gorgeous, whereas Contra Hard Corpse is is really cool to look at. And at the same time, I would say overly challenging, like to the point where it's like this game is for the hard corpse only.
4: Right. It's right. It's it's too easy, but he didn't beat it. On normal,
3: <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put in the effort to beat it. Like it was more like one of those. I'm just gonna sit down and play this and kind of chill out and, and hang out. I wasn't like dedicated to beating it, but
4: yeah, it's too good to beat the game.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm just like whatever, man. You know, it's...
4: I'm sorry, Mike. I'm just busting your balls.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a cash. It's a casual playthrough.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I want to point out that the vote is suddenly skewed drastically to the Contra Hardcore side. It's uh, 68% for Hardcore and 32% for Hardcore. So, since that's... you've mentioned it on this uh, on this podcast, uh, it, it's gone up 20%. Wow. <laughs> I did, I did retweet it
3: just it. for the record. So <laughs> yeah, so did I. Maybe that's why. It's trending. Maybe my legion of 700-something followers were like, oh my goodness, I must vote on this. (laughs) We need to support Mike.
0: (laughs) All right. And uh, so, Julian Vega, because we're recording this episode early this month, we don't normally record to the end of the month, Uh, when I tweeted that I would need to hear a three-word review in, he he pointed out that he needs more time. And that's his (laughs) three-word review. Um, So there is a possibility that we will edit this to come out later in the month and read uh, those who have been missed, who do uh, tweet the three interviews after the fact, and there's a possibility that we won't. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see.
1: <laughs> there is uh, one more, too, here. Uh, Lucklite. Yeah, Lucklite. Oh, did I miss that one? Yep. Why don't you read it? Oh, okay. Uh, Lucklite said, Fantastic Frenetic f- Frolic. Oh, I almost studied it. Fantastic Goods. Frenetic Frolic. Well, it is hard to say. That yeah. is a
3: tongue twister. Yeah. I think they did that on
4: purpose.
1: And that's that's ironic oh. cuz that was going to be my three-word review. So,
0: oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why don't you come over the 3 word review there, P2? Mr., oh. this is a great idea that we should do. Can't <laughs> <laughs> do it every month. <laughs>
1: um, all right. Um, three-word review. Is co-op one word? Shh. Do you need yes.
4: to It's it's hyphenated. So, I think it's yeah. one word.
1: Okay, great co-op. There. (laughs) No! Fine, fine, fine. fine. Great co-op game. Okay. Okay.
4: Hey, hey, random question. Yes? What would you guys think of the slide attack?
1: I don't know if I used it to bust boxes.
3: (laughs) I used it as a dodge mechanic just to get away. You know, kind of like in Mega Man 3.
1: Same here. That's That's exactly what I did with
3: it.
4: I kept forgetting that I even had that move.
1: Well you
0: didn't but when yeah, I w- you had
1: wall jump.
4: I would use wall jump a lot. Yeah. But the slide is good too. And and also there's a jump attack. Did you know that? Like if you do oh, yeah. a jump, you'll act you can actually inflict damage on people. Like it's the kind of belly like a bit like dive.
3: Push. It's like it's like a dive, isn't it? Yes. 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 Yeah. Is
1: it strong? Does it hurt is it, is it powerful? I yeah, use, it I've damage. used it
4: at, on bosses. And cool. it actually does pretty good job.
1: Oh, very good. Hmm. Okay.
4: Like that, that one snake boss, like towards the end where you're in that big room, it looks like the Death Star power generator.
1: Yes, yeah.
4: And that thing goes around and around, which looks really awesome, by the way.
1: It does. Very impressive. That,
4: when that thing turns into like a snake and it kind of attacks you, that's where I was using the jump attack. Ah,
1: very good. There's a lot of controls in this game that you could go through the whole game without ever using. That we did? We did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, is it time to wrap it up? Is there any other thoughts?
4: No, I think cool. we should wrap it up because I, I bribed my kids. I said I would take them to Chuck E. Cheese if they like <laughs> didn't kill each other for two hours.
0: So, <laughs>
1: nice. Nice. Yep. Well done. Does Chuck E.
4: Cheese other, still
3: other. have like old school games, or have they pulled all those out?
4: No, it's it's all it's all garbage now. I mean, they that like sucks. it. Yeah, 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 it's all ticket redemption games, and they have a few have... like current video games. Like they have a lot of driving stuff, you know, shooting, yeah, I mean, kids... driving, and shooting.
3: Kids have cl- clearly terrible taste in video games nowadays. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: so much better when we were kids.
3: That's Honestly, that's like, I'm shaking my, my imaginary shooting. cane right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, we just spent okay. two hours talking about a game that was all shooting. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. right. yeah, but we're shooting
3: like stars and like <laughs> and, like, okay. like flame throwing lightning bolts and stuff. <laughs> it wasn't like you know guns.
4: No, yeah, right, right. I'm talking about like light gun games. That's that's what. Yeah. Game. Okay. Right,
1: right. 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 P1, just out of curiosity, right. how long do you think it would take you to get through this outro? Uh,
0: well, if you were to start uh, right when I, uh, <laughs> I, if you start right when I start talking, I will manage to sync it up as close as I can.
1: Okay, because it's probably not as long as you think.
0: Yeah, well, whatever, they can listen to clip, music at the end of the show. Are, no, that's not what gonna... I'm
1: referring to, I'm referring to this clip, it's pretty short.
0: Oh, the one that you have? Yeah, yeah. It's not the three minute and whatever it's, second one it was. No, it's two eleven. Oh yeah, I'll be done long for that.
1: All right.
4: Hey, All wait, right? are we gonna are we gonna cut off the poll here?
1: Yeah. Why don't you f- Tell us the end.
0: What was the <laughs> final result? Stanford so, for, for a day
4: for for twenty two <laughs> votes. Um, it's 68 percent <laughs> for hardcore, thirty two percent hard corpse, which which is yeah. better than I thought actually. Yeah. Yeah, for too. for hard corpse. So Listen. Mike Mike must have sent out the order, you know, go over here and spam the wrong button until he got thirty-two percent.
3: I'm I'm not I'm not proud. I'm not a proud man for what I did, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a better man for, for doing it in my own heart. Oh, so boy. That's
4: right. That's
3: right. <laughs>
4: Well I just I just want to say that um it's it's good to meet Paul and Mike. I'm glad we got to do this and I'm following you guys now on all your social medias. Thank
2: you very much. That was uh, that was hard earned. I think I might have even uh, kind of reverse trolled you and, and uh really wanted that follow. So
0: <laughs> You got you got it, man. Christmas Don't worry. is
3: if you're like all my other subscribers, you're going to unsubscribe, and then when I put out a new video, you're going to resubscribe, so don't <laughs>
5: worry.
3: <laughs> so we do.
5: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> all right. You ready, PJ? Let's do it. This is like our first time jumping into the outro music, so I'm going to start, and you're going to panic, so are you ready? I'm already ready. All right. So when I start, like when I, by the time I get to that second word, it'll be playing, right?
4: Wait, what? Why are you doing this?
1: It's already. Playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I folks, just think this that is bad. I. Right. <laughs> that wraps up this episode, and I have to say it was a great time with friends. Uh, I wrote that before the show, so I'm glad that it actually turned out to be a good time. With friends. <laughs> uh, I want to thank our guests for being here, and if you want to hear more from them, you can find them on the internet. Paul can be found on Twitter at Cartridge Canuck or via his podcast at Leftover Bits. As well, don't forget to catch his Twitch stream at www.twitch.tv slash Cartridge Canuck. Mike can be found on Twitter at D-Y-H-B-T-G no Y at the end. And on YouTube at uh, <laughs> www.youtube.com slash user slash dongled. And I will spell it for you. That's D-O-N-G-L-E-D. Uh, and also you can find him on the podcast Pixel Tunes Radio. Lastly, you can get more vintage words of wisdom from Vintage on Twitter at Vintage VG Geek, and on YouTube at www.youtube.com/slash Vintage sorry slash User slash Vintage Video Game Geek, where he is re-releasing HD remasters of all his classic videos. The, That's George right. <laughs> the George Lucas <laughs> YouTube.
5: The George Lucas <is> so. Good.
0: <laughs> it's- for listeners, I want to say thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, or Joyous Guanza, whatever you celebrate. Uh, we hope to see you next month when we tackle Crash Bandicoot 2 on the PS1. Make sure to get in the conversation over at the forums at www.carchageclub.org.
4: Hey, hey, you didn't plug Retro Rejects.
0: You <laughs> haven't released a year and a half. It's coming! It's coming this month! All right, <laughs> you can find me Retro. Retro. Also, uh, at Metro Rejects on Twitter.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The final episode. Alright, that's it. That's it. That actually went well. That was awesome.